This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Poehler. Hey, everybody. I'm excited to be talking with Casey Armiger from Best Case Roofing. Welcome, Casey. Thanks, Stacy. I guess my first question for you might be, did you name the company Best Case because your name was Casey? I, I did actually. My fiance <laughs> came up with the name. Awesome. That's really, it's, 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 it's catchy. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the business? So Best Case Roofing is a full scope residential contractor. We, no surprise, specialize in roofing and it's the majority of what we handle. But specifically in a catastrophe situation, we handle a full rebuild to bring the property back to where it was. Oh, wow. So if there was a fire or major flooding and destroyed, like, you know, the structural components there, you guys actually are licensed to be able to build from the ground up or? Yep, exactly. So any large loss situation, like you said, a, a fire or a flood, more commonly, especially in the North Georgia area, a fallen tree, you know, debris in the living room, structural damage, water and mold remediation, anything that anything from the roof and below. All right. Um, how'd you get into this? How long have you had the company and what were you doing before? So the company is newer. We've uh, been at best case for about two years and I actually got my start specifically in construction estimation. So similar situations of large loss, residential uh, catastrophes, fire, water remediation, a tree falls through the living room. What would happen is the homeowner would have their contractor. The insurance company often would write an estimate that is at or sometimes exceeding the policy limits on, on that homeowner's policy. So they would bring me in as kind of a third party, non-biased. I would write the estimate. And I started to see kind of a common theme and it was just a, a lack of detail in construction processes and kind of being a blue collar industry. None of it is homeowner friendly. And while they're already going through enough, whether they've been displaced through their home, they've lost personal belonging, uh, they've got you know stress within the entire family unit, dealing with a blue collar situation, an estimate that they don't understand. They don't understand what's going into the process of rebuilding their home. Um, I just saw the both the need and my ability to kind of make that seamless, pay attention to detail, make sure all codes are being met, make sure we're looking at the actual local jurisdiction and what it's going to take rather than using a cookie cutter approach throughout the entire country or state. Um, and so taking that idea behind it and trying to bring a more professional and seamless process into a blue collar industry is how we got our start. Awesome. So I'm guessing you work closely with insurance companies and, and, and you know, and, and helping the homeowners kind of navigate that process. We do. Yeah. And what have you seen over the last couple of years? Is there um, a trend that they're not paying out like they used to be, or is it about the same or just harder to file the claims and, and, and get what's owed? It's just harder. Um, and that's not, <clears throat> that's not necessarily a negative thing. So in this industry, you'll hear a lot of horror stories and honestly kind of misconceptions that insurers are paying less and less. And that's not true. The standard of contractor, the standard of documentation is just being elevated. And for businesses like mine, 
that's a great thing. I want all of the red tape that we can get because it ends up in a better result for the homeowner. So the, the days of chucking a truck, being able to call in a claim and, and slap a product up there that's not going to last as long as it should, it, those days are hopefully behind us more and more so as we go. Insurance companies are more and more meticulous about paying for what they owe and indemnifying the homeowner so that it's not a recurring problem. There's not warranty issues. There's not maintenance issues. And that the company that you choose is going to still be in business a year down the road if you do have one of those issues. Awesome. And would you all handle just regular roof replacements due to age and, you know, appearance and things that wouldn't involve um, an insurance claim? Absolutely. So one of the things we pride ourselves most on is our ability for a quick turnaround. Um, we understand that usually people don't think about their roof until they have an issue with it, whether that's water getting into the kitchen, a spot that shows up on the ceiling. It's never an exciting thing. It's not the most fun and glamorous way a homeowner is going to spend money, but we make it a quick and seamless process. So uh, we can use satellite imagery to provide a nearly instant quote. When somebody calls our office, we have an estimate in their hand in less than an hour and can have a representative out there the same day to go over shingle colors, explain the process to them. And we can often build them weather depending, get a new roof on their house before the end of the week. Wow. I'm, you know, over the years, I've talked to a lot of roofers. I've never heard about the satellite technology. Sometimes they'll brag about using drones and that kind of stuff. So how did you get access to that and kind of what is, what is it? And it sounds definitely like a competitive competitive advantage for you guys. It is. And I wish I could take any credit for it. Technology is just getting better and better every day, as we know. Um, and so there's, there's a few companies out there. One that we work closely with is called Roofer and they take satellite imagery. And the, the big advantage they have is the ability to tell the pitch of a roof. So without knowing how steep your roof is, it's impossible to know what the square footage of it is, right? And so they've got a technology that can decipher that pitch. They can tell us our measurements. And of course, it's a baseline. We plan to get a representative out there the same day, verify those measurements and go over everything in person. Cool. What are some myths or misconceptions that are out there about roofing and restoration? So the, the biggest myth and misconception that I think I've had to kind of fight against in my career is kind of that storm chaser fallacy. Um, and it specifically makes me think of the, the end of 2022, there was that category five hurricane Ian that made landfall in Fort Myers. And every news channel in Florida at the time was saying, don't trust an out of state contractor don't trust a storm chaser. And these comparisons are often made to maybe an ambulance chaser or these other uh, negative connotation terms and phrases that we've heard across different industries. And it's just not the case. And the truth of it is being on the ground in a catastrophe situation, seeing contractors from all over the state, sometimes all over the country come together. Often we're the only ones out there after a disaster. Um, it's not a negative thing. It's hard to gain that trust back with the homeowner, but oftentimes FEMA, Red Cross, these other organizations that do great work, they're a little bit slower. 
uh, people are waiting around for months, sometimes even years after a catastrophe for the full community to be rebuilt. Contractors are there on day one. Uh, with Hurricane Ian, we were there day one. We were giving out cases of water, putting tarps on roof, helping people uh, with satellite phones call their friends and family to check in and make sure they're safe. And it, it truly was a beautiful organization from a blue collar industry that had been demonized on the news, but it's not the narrative that we saw on the ground. Wow, that's really cool. So how many of your guys did you bring down there? We went down there with a, a team of 12, I believe, on the first day. We caravanned from Atlanta down there, and, and we were down there for about six weeks, uh, really focusing on, on drying in the houses, making sure water wasn't getting in. We didn't plan to camp out for years or try to move our business down there, but uh, th there's not enough local contractors in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. You know, in starting this business over the last two years, have you faced any challenges or obstacles, things that you've had to overcome that you can share with us? Absolutely. So as cheesy as it sounds, the biggest struggle for me is as the business grows and as we scale it, getting more and more hands off in different areas. Uh, the day I started the company, I was doing nearly everything myself. I could uh, be hands-on with the customer service side. I had a personal connection to every customer of the roofs that we were building. I was putting shingles in the back of my truck and running back and forth to job sites. And that's, of course, not sustainable. And so as we, as we scale, as I've started a couple other local businesses since then, um, needing to just trust the people that we have in place, trust the processes that we've built, take my hands off a little bit and sleep easy at night. And, and it's been a wonderful and rewarding experience because it's allowed us to grow the team, have more of an impact in the community, scale the business, and for me to take on some other projects. Um, <clears throat> but I've got the personality that I want to do everything myself. That's definitely a challenge. <laughs> what do you do for fun? What do you like to do when you're not working? So lately I'm, I'm in a very fun and exciting season of my life right now. I'm getting married at the beginning of December. My fiance and I just purchased the first home that we own together. Um, I've got a one-year-old Doberman puppy that has more energy than you can imagine. And so really just soaking that up, spending time with the people I love and trying to enjoy the season of life that I'm in and, and you know, just stay present, stay at ground level, not let my brain move a thousand miles an hour. Uh, that that's really what I spend my time doing. Cool. Cool. Um, you know, there's thousands of roofing companies in the Atlanta area. What's the one thing that you think makes you and your team stand out? It, it's the connection to community. So there's a ton of roofing companies. There's a ton of really large roofing companies and, and companies that when you purchase a roof from them, you don't get to see firsthand the effect that that dollar spent is going to have within the community where uh, myself and each of our guys, we live here locally. Uh, most of my guys have kids that go to the local schools. We sponsor those events. We get out into the community. Um, I know right now we are very involved with Whitlow Elementary School in Cumming, Georgia, Holcomb Bridge Middle School in Roswell and Sandy Springs Middle Charter School. 
and we try to make it to their events. We try to have a hands-on presence. There's not money going overseas or, or being sent to Mexico or we're not outsourcing any of our customer service. When you reach out to us, when you deal with us, you're dealing with a friend and a neighbor. Thanks so much for joining us today, Casey. Can you share your contact information and where folks can find you? So you can find us at bestcaseroofing.com. You can send an inquiry to roof at bestcaseroofing.com. And you can call us 24-7 at 678-807-4455. Awesome. Thank you, Casey. It was great chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast, Milton and More. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpmilton.com. That's gnpmilton.com. Or call 470-664-4930.